Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 32. This podcast is brought to you by my online studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com. When you're ready to heal, embody, and empower yourself through everyday self-care practices, body, mind, and soul. Today we dive into Gemini season and all the exploring, chatting, talking, networking, and data collecting it offers us. Gemini season comes in like a breath of fresh air to lighten things up. Taurus season can get a little heavy, a little plodding, a little stuck in the mud. And so Gemini comes in and whooshes us up. Just make sure that all the air doesn't whisk you so far off your feet that it slings you away like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. Shout out to all of my Gemini natives, sun, rising, and moon. Welcome home, my dear natives. It is time to play. If this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to have your ear. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. I love you so much and thank you for creating a foundation for this offering to continue. For my forecast episodes, you may feel called to listen to them more than once. It's helpful to listen at the beginning of the cycle and again midway through. If you're having a particularly rough time in a particular zodiacal season, you know that you have or you know that you have a rough time like in that certain zodiacal season or um, element i'm really sensitive to air so hey gemini season it's air you might listen again at the end of the cycle right listening multiple times to a forecast is powerful as you discover how my particular channel messages actually play out in your particular life it also helps our energies sync and aids in your ability to synthesize and integrate this guidance for clarity, growth, and balance. I offer these forecasts to support your unfoldment, your empowerment, and your healing in the world. I offer this podcast to support the fullest expression of your authenticity in this lifetime. I'm committed to holding spaces for the nuanced work of deconstructing the internalized patriarchy that sneaks up on all of us simply because we've been raised and live in a misogynist, racist, and patriarchal culture. It takes effort to heal up and out of it. So thank you for leaning into it. Thank you for listening in. It really does matter. Have faith that all things small add up. The tiny is mighty for shift and healing and change in this lifetime. If we are open to better, it will come eventually. Might be slow, but slow still gets to the destination. 
The words we speak, the actions we take, the work we listen to, read, create, participate in, circulate, the relationships that we keep, the jobs we leave, the businesses we create, and the spaces we hold, it all matters. I can't wait to hear what your magic spark in this episode is. Please share them with me. They are the delight and the joy of my days. Simply by sliding into my DMs on Instagram or dropping a little message on Facebook. I love to hold space for you. For those listening, not in the Northern Hemisphere, the seasons may be different, but the energies of astrology, the zodiacal season, and channel guidance, they're all the same. Take what resonates and leave the rest. There is magic here for everyone listening. In the Northern Hemisphere, we are experiencing spring. Gemini is spring's last cycle. The seeds we planted in Aries and tended to in Taurus are either beginning to sprout or we're starting to wonder if they're going to. It's okay. It's all as it's supposed to be. We are in a process of exploration in this cycle. It's time to gather more data. Sit in your feelings. Check in with your to-do lists and processes. Take notes. Make graphs. Create charts and spreadsheets of what you're witnessing and what you're doing and what it's producing. This is the cycle where you decide to keep going with these seeds, projects, ideas, or where you decide to let go based on the data you'll collect in the next 30 days. This is a turning point. But don't think you know before you know. Get curious. Stay curious. Let this full cycle roll through and unfold all the way before you make decisions of staying or releasing. This cycle, as always, offers us some distinct shifts in the astrology. There's always some celestial body moving out there in the greater cosmic expanse. We'll have a full moon in Sagittarius. Venus moves into Leo. Pluto retrograde enters Capricorn. Mercury moves into Gemini. Saturn retrogrades, and there's a new moon in Gemini. The overall vibes feel more gentle than that of the eclipse season, but honestly, what isn't more gentle than eclipse season, right? That eclipse season was packed with transformation, plentiful, and packed with potential, but challenging to grab a hold of and get grounded just yet. And Gemini adds to that complication of hanging on or grabbing a hold of something that feels tangible in order to get or keep it grounded. The only way to do this is if you're hand-fasted to your personal grounding and harmonization. And how do we do that? You know, boo, through self-care, through care of the self. Self-care is so powerful and ridiculously magical. You can microdose your magic through your daily practices. Want a breakdown of the weekly astrology at play and what self-care supports to use on each day? Just sign up for my weekly newsletter. I'll send you what's happening in the stars and in the studio 
every Monday. So you get that little email in your inbox on Monday and you have a day by day list and play and plot out of what's going on, what's moving in the stars, and then how to help harness, balance, work with it, flow through it, or just let it go. The link is below in the show notes in order to sign up for my newsletter. Or you may need help with some of your actual self-care, your workouts, your meditation, astrology, tarot, Make it simple and become a member of my online studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com. Workouts, astrology, and tarot. It's really clear. You are the magic. You might as well cast a spell with your life through your daily sacred self-care practices. Head to the super special link in the show notes to activate 30 days guest access with just an email address drop. Got a question about how it works? or which way it will work for you best, reach out to me on Facebook at Unicorn Wellness Studio or on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. I answer everything and I'm truly here as your support coach and mentor since 2013. All right, y'all, let's get to it. Gemini season. The sun sits in Gemini, May 21st to June 21st, 2000. 23. The Gemini mantra is, I think. Gemini is a mutable air sign and it moves with the wind. Gemini is curiosity above all else. It is exalted duality. The twins of the zodiac, the talkers, sometimes two-faced, obsessed with gathering information and can change on a dime. Gemini is willing to change their mind based on new information and new experiences. This can go either way as an exalted, beautiful thing to lean into or as a little troublesome and problematic. Gemini has the capacity to truly transmute information into wisdom and spread the truth if they can get grounded long enough to do so. Gemini is all things communication, talking, writing, reading, messaging, likes, reshares, research, data. It's time to connect with others, to be open to new perspectives and insight. Share the insight you've got, be willing to be wrong, or put things into play and aim for integration. But for me, your mentor, please do not get lost in the Gemini energy. Just because you hear it or you say it, it don't make it true. Gemini's true lesson in this lifetime is wisdom. To take the information it has, to make a decision with it, then have an experience with that decision, and allow themselves to synthesize the information and experience in order to generate wisdom based on all three aspects, info, decision, experience, and then move on. Gemini, a swirling expansion of limitless air, needs some sort of container in order to exhibit its highest good in this lifetime. Gemini needs grounding above all else. You gonna get sick of me saying this. 
Grounding is the medicine of this cycle. Grounding is the lesson of Gemini's lifetime in order to get to this exalted information that gets to be passed on and used. Okay. It's time to get into nature. It's massively time to get into your vessel to check and double check your facts. Do your research. So there's a very fine line in Gemini season. Gemini needs to do research. It might want to crowdsource, right? Wants to explore and get curious. And then at a certain point, Gemini energy, you have all the information you need. Stop. This is another big lesson of Gemini energy. Do not incessantly keep going with the research or with possibilities and potential. That's going to be a killer for your magic every time and keep you stagnant and stuck, falling back or feeling unhealed or like you're simply just not making progress. Okay. So again, fine line with Gemini energy. We want to be curious. We definitely need to research. And yet at a certain point, I promise you, Gemini, you have everything you need to know in order to make a decision and have an experience. Okay. Once you've done your research and you're at that stopping point, meditate, get on the mat. Embodiment practices, consistency is key for Gemini sun rising and moons, but also for the season. Because why? Because the fastest way out of your head, out of overthinking, out of spiraling and out of intrusive thoughts is to get in to the body. Gemini, air, needs a container. So think of Gemini as helium. It's just gas, potentially harmful if let loose, right? Explosive. <laughs> and you can't really see it coming, right? It's all of these challenging aspects, unless it has a container, right? You put helium in a balloon and a string, then it's pure magic. So think of Gemini energy as like old school hot air balloons, right? You've got all this gas. And again, without a container, it, it it's potentially harmful. You can't see it. It's not contributing to anything. It's just loose and all over the place. But once you created like these gorgeous silk hot air balloons, right? You attach a basket. You've got some space to ride, to lift. You could launch yourself into the ethers, up into the heavens and into the skies to collect data, hey, Gemini energy, right? That was then brought down that changed science, changed weather prediction. So Gemini needs a container. It requires grounding. It needs strings. It needs some things to hold it down. In imbalance, Gemini's noise, gossip, drama, and a little bit of shit stirring. It's indecisiveness. It's flaky. It's immature. And the verbal vomit spiral that has us expending energy, moving words around, giving us the facade of accomplishing something but never getting anything done. 
It wastes time and energy. Gemini imbalance is exhausting. Okay. It will have us gaslit with gorgeous words, thinking that all the swirling talk is productivity, when really we spent the whole day talking or thinking the parameters of the issues. And now we're exhausted and simply can't move on and therefore stay stuck with zero implementation or progress. Gemini in imbalance is swirling air that can get whipped up real quick. It's like a squall in the middle of northern winter. It can blind us to what is truly simply by being noisy. And again, this like busyness. Gemini energy just has this like busyness to it, right? So it's like, and some of y'all, if you haven't been in northern winter, you may be like, what the hell's a squall? Um, it really is these these winds and snow that come out of nowhere and they and they blind you, right? And all of a sudden you think, I can't get home. I'm never gonna get out of this. It's a blizzard. And it's like, well, that's just simply not true. <laughs> like, hang tight, sit where you are. It's gonna be over actually pretty quick. Okay. So this imbalance of Gemini again creates noise creates frequency, creates clutter in a very mind-based, sound-based frequency, okay? And again, it can have us, you know, feeling really blind to what is true simply by creating this distraction that's really just a moment in time, okay? So not only can Gemini energy be noisy and distracting, it can also be nosy. In this season, I will say it every Gemini season, <laughs> be careful to mind your own business, stay in your lane and be on the lookout for helpers. I mean, you might be one yourself who are actually driving into your lane and potentially pushing you off the road. Boundaries beware in Gemini season. So all that to say is one, I think it's a good rule of thumb forever but in Gemini season specifically, do not offer feedback or advice that has not been solicited. Very specifically saying, if someone did not ask you for feedback, don't offer it. That's out of your lane. If in loving care, you are seeing something that you'd like to offer feedback on, please ask first. So again, you can change lanes as long as you signal first and make space sure that there's space for you to move over, right? So Gemini season is about, you know, boundaries, containers, uh, and again, not getting too distracted that you're creating a mess somewhere. I do believe that Gemini energy has the best of intentions, but it can get messy real quick. Okay. So this is some phrasing that I use with my magical mentees. Also, like if you're not trying to offer advice or somebody's like, you know, not offering advice to you, you can share things in your life and, and simply state, I am not receiving feedback on this. I am not crowdsourcing it. I do not need to workshop this thought, this idea, this thing. I want to share it with you because I don't want to keep secrets and, you know, I want to put it out there, but just be clear. I'm, I'm not seeking advice or feedback. 
And I remember some mentees that, you know, when they first responded of like, I didn't know you could do that. And it's like, yeah, that's a boundary. I want to share this. I am absolutely open to praise and support, but I'm not workshopping this with you in this space, right? So it says, I want to share it, but it's not your burden. And I'm not asking for feedback, right? So again, clarity with words, boundaries have so much to do with language and how we're communicating, right? And we get to set the tone of that. We can set beautiful boundaries of support and community and expansiveness and learning simply by stating, I want to share this with you, but I don't want to workshop it with you. Like, I might need that at some point. That is not today. So these are ways that we can help other people stay in their own lane as well as stay in ours without opening a door to distraction. Now, granted, there's going to be some people that don't know how to respond to this language and that's okay too. And then you can reiterate or go, yeah, that didn't work with them. I'm not going to do that again. Right? Like, so boundaries, boundaries and containers. Boundaries are containers. They say, there's the line. I'm willing to go to this place with you, or I'm willing to allow you to come up to this point with me, but we're not going to cross that. That's not safe. That doesn't work for me that's not resonant right now, that's where, that's where we meet. That's it right there. Okay. So now let's move into balance. In balance, Gemini is enthusiastic. It's energetic. It's adaptable. It's clever. And it's intelligent. Gemini is smart as shit. This energy generates the wise, outgoing teachers, professors, and masters that will lead others into expansive, joyful mastery of their own when little shade here but this is the flag they finally move out of quick fix info consumption when they move out of memorization and regurgitation when there is a movement from right versus wrong win versus lose navigation into at what cost what's the goal how do we solve in this one moment? What can we ground and implement to create change and manifestation in this one thing, this single topic, this experience, this challenge or problem? When Gemini energy gets focused, and yeah, I'm going to keep saying it, grounded, it's fucking stunning the change, the expansion, the growth, and the healing that can happen at, at a speedy rate, honestly. Like when, when Gemini energy can get grounded, the speed of transition and change and manifestation is truly spectacular. The brightest light of Gemini energy is that Gemini will tell you they believe one thing one day. And then they will tell you that they believe something else the next, not out of flakiness, because they've learned something new that expanded their perspective. In exaltation, this is what growth and education look like. I didn't know that before, but I know that now. And because I know that now, and I took time to think about it and sit on it and meditate on it and synthesize it, and I had an experience with it, now I've changed my mind. Beautiful. 
Exalted Gemini energy is duality. Gemini is the yes and. Two opposite things can exist at the same time and both can be true. It just needs to identify and root into what is true in a particular moment. Okay. So is this true for me? Is this true for this issue? Is this true in this moment? Focus, focus, refinement, and anchoring is the name of the game for Gemini. Gemini marks the season of conversations. Again, writing, learning, educating, reading, exploring, messaging. It can be so sweetly social and playful, like little butterflies everywhere. So beautiful. It can also get newsy and noisy and gossipy and messy and dying a quick doom scrolling death. It can get exhausting. So I encourage you to budget your news and social media time in this season. Set the timers, put your phone away, use the apps, like to set the timer and put the phone away, <laughs> get it away from your bedside table, you know, actively end on purpose, you know, on your phone, on your devices, on these certain pieces, particularly in this season, any air season, but specifically Gemini season, um, and tap out at a certain point in the day and do not return until the next. I promise you will not miss anything massively important or that you could completely transition, right? So it is time to connect with others, to expand where you may have been stuck. It's a time to share what you've got, plant that brilliant idea while being willing to be wrong and listening to perspectives from others, right? In mindful ways. So you may need to make avid use of the boundary communication and phrases, you need to check in with yourself. What am I able to receive right now? Or am I just resisting, right? Because we want to be curious. We want to listen, but we don't want to get overwhelmed with other viewpoints and ideas. There has to be synthesis time and calibration time for our own nervous systems, our own intuition to take new ideas and then roll them around with our own feelings, thoughts, and emotions about it and go, now what do I do with it? Rather than be overwhelmed just by all the noise and all the possibilities, okay? It can also be time to, again, put things in play to pivot with wisdom, um, experience and integration when you need to. So this is a point of... Again, something needs to change. You're wanting to solve something, but you've got time on your hand. And so now you have a different perspective. There's a bounce with Gemini too of going back to what worked in the past, what problems or failures can I learn from and how can I tweak them to make them successes or yeah, those all failed. I'm just not going to do that again. So again, there's a wisdom point, right? Not just repetition. We want to learn from the repetition. So it's a time of gathering data, getting curious, and getting majorly grounded. <laughs> Here's how to do that. Here's some ways to do that and some ways that I advise that you do those things. Get in your body. Get on the mat with me. Take a walk. Stretch. Dance. Lift heavy things. Have sex, masturbate, slather lotion or oils on your skin. The vessel is sacred 
And if you're not tending to your temple, you're not tending to your magic. And this season will rattle you right out of your magic, your vessel, and your body, okay? If it's not tended to and grounded and nurtured and cared for, anxiety could be very high in this cycle. It's air, it's information, it's frequency, it's energy and frequency and information wanting to be passed. It wants a place to be downloaded into. But if your vessel is ungrounded or you are disconnected from the body, it's not going to feel good. Get yourself hydrated, get yourself grounded. And there's so many ways to do it. Other methods of grounding, spend time in nature and try to get bare hands and bare feet in the dirt or the grass. Lay on the ground, sit up against a tree, look at cut flowers or potted plants, okay? Next option, wear or diffuse vetiver and or patchouli, their grounding essential oils. Next on the list, eat your root veggies. Carrots, sweet potatoes, radishes, turnips, onions, and shallots, anything grown below the earth in the dirt, they ground us. It's real simple. And if it's getting hot where you are, slip beets or carrots into smoothies, either cooked or raw. It works. I promise. And members of unicornwellnessstudio.com, check your recipe section for recipes for these smoothies with veggies in them. Okay. Another way to work with the season is to uh, work with or wear black or gray healing crystals for grounding and protection. Shade and noisy frequencies get thrown and bounce off of others in this season. So protect yourself in all of the ways. If it resonates with you to call in um, protective shields, energetic shields, or to work with the crystals, do it because again it's just noisy emfs are going to be extra in all of this air so if you're susceptible to it and you know it protect yourself plan for it okay next on the list meditate always 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 um, but again the season calls for a little bit of extra because gemini energy is so busy in the brain we will need time outs, time alone, quiet time to meditate on what's moving through in order to receive, in order to ground it. I feel like this is a good time to say, you know, in meditation, I don't prescribe to an empty, silent brain. Maybe I need to do a whole episode on that. I probably should. But meditation is at the very least and at its greatest, a time to simply see what the running systems are in our brain. So we can think of our brain as our personal computer system and you wanna see what programs are running. So again, we are cognitive beings, right? This is what separates us from the animals. We are meant to process and have active brains. I understand the concept of a silent mind, but personally I find that and as a teacher and a space holder and as a human, really deflective and, and does more harm than good because we come to meditation thinking everything's going to be quiet and silent. And it's going to be so easy. And when we're seated with our own thoughts, we're often overwhelmed by how many they are and then like what they are. We're like, oh God, ugh, I will do anything to not be present to that. That is the exact opposite of what we need. We need to sit and be present to what thoughts are running through our brain. And specifically if they're very busy. So I'm neurofestive. And my meditations 
after God, how many years of, of consistent meditation, daily meditation are typically always noisy and busy. And I welcome it. I go, oh, that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I could get stuck on. I'm going to journal that down. I'm going to jot that out. I'm just going to witness it and go, okay, I see that's what happened. That's what's going on. I see that's what's moving through. I see that too. Okay. So if you can think of it as like old school ticker tape that you're just reading the ticker tape, the passing, just read it, let it go. It is a holy meditative practice and a sacred ritual to be in witness of what's running through your brain. Okay. So there's so many ways to meditate. Clearly I recommend the guided meditation, the energetic healing on unicornwellnessstudio.com, but you know, knitting is a moving meditation. Walking outside can be a moving meditation. Anything that allows us to get calm and centered and regroup is grounding and meditation, right? So there's a lot of ways to access it. It doesn't have to be one right way, but don't avoid it because you think it needs to be silent and empty. I don't prescribe to that. I don't even think that's helpful. I think we need busy, active, discerning, creative thinking, processing brains. We just need to not get overwhelmed or overrun by them, okay? So that leads us to our last offering of how to work with the energies of this season, which is to do a brain dump at the beginning or the end of the day. You simply pour all of your thoughts into a journal or voice notes. Don't process it. Don't edit it. Try not to think about it. Just write or talk them out. Get them grounded. Move them from the busy brain out. That's it. Okay. We all have Gemini in our charts somewhere. We're all working with this energy in this season in similar yet different ways. One of my favorite sayings, you'll hear it time and time again. We're all in the same storm, but different boats. For those who are super sensitive to air energy, it might feel like an escalation of anxiety and overthinking or intrusive thoughts. Or for my my introverts, of which I am one, I feel like there's so much peopling. There's so many people. Oh, all the peopling. So in this cycle, head to your self-care techniques. Get into your body any way you can. Work your journaling practices or start one. Use the brain dump method. Jot the thoughts. Schedule that extra session with your therapist. If you know you're prone to anxiety or overthinking, prep and support it. This is your reminder. This is your to-do. This is your call-out. Hey, the storm could be coming. Grab your umbrella. Okay? So... This is the reminder also that you have tools, right? I just listed out, I don't know how many of them, use them. And if you feel like you don't have tools or you need new ones, DM or message me and I can help direct you towards the new or the next that might help. Don't ignore or think it's not going to be a thing of anxiety and overthinking this season. It's a thing. The thing is now. Be a problem solver, not a problem maker, okay? And please don't feel like you're stuck in the challenge, right? Again, there are tools and tactics listed so many moments of this podcast. It only takes one to get you anchored and grounded. Now, sometimes I know some of y'all are super sensitive around here. You're like, it's more than one. Because for me, I've always felt like I take an inexorbitant amount of self-care in order to find baseline. Super sensitive, 
lots of trauma in my life, super psychic. It takes me more than one, okay, in a week for sure. But sometimes in that moment to get grounded, to move out of it, it does just take one, okay? So element is the, air is the element of thought. This is about intellect, acumen, thought process, words, ideas, downloads, and channeling. There is brilliance and breakthrough here in this season. Clarity will come if we make clarity welcome. Sift, sort, and ground. I told you you get tired of hearing about the grounding. And we're not even done with this episode yet. Um, Gemini rules the torso. So this is our shoulders, our lungs, our arms, and hands. Think inspiration expiration. Think talking with your hands. Um, when it comes to wellness, <laughs> I might've mentioned a couple of times that Gemini needs grounding big time. So it can offer us this really expansive education, but it truly amounts to nothing if we can't get it rooted in the 3d. So again, it repair, it bears repeating the very best way to get out of your head is to get into the body. The vessel is the gateway, right? It's the gateway from the unseen to the seen. The vessel, the body is the gateway from divinity into humanity. So the vessel is a gateway for Gemini energy. This body in this lifetime can take all the swirling, twirling thoughts, concepts, understandings, and bright ideas and move them forward through action. So Gemini season is a truly a time when our unicorn wellness studio mat practice shines. Okay. When we feel confused, overwhelmed, stuck in our thoughts, finding it super hard to get focused or too focused on the future, it's brewing anxiety, get on the mat, right? The mat practice sifts, sorts, organize, and offers an energetic clean sweep of our thoughts, inspirations, and ideas. The mat is one of our witchiest brooms to clear and organize energy. When we leave our mat practice, it's a whole new ball game of what we can implement and do with our ideas and concepts. I promise <laughs> it really is. So never underestimate the power of unicorn wellness workout. It's pure magic. Each one is infused with a full energetic healing to boot. And it truly is more about our emotional and mental health and our frequency magic than anything else. So for members of unicornwellnessstudio.com in Gemini season, they will see shoulder flossing, heart openers, a focus on breath, as well as exercises that unite the right and the left sides of the body. So midline integration in honor of our two-faced twins is so powerful. Um, you're also going to see movements on all fours that literally connect us to the ground, plus wrist mobility and strength. Wrists are really interesting. You know, it's this passage from what we can bear in our arms to what we can do in this lifetime with our hands. Um, if you have wrist issues, uh, strength, you know, carpal tunnel, um, you know, any, uh, sort of inflammation issue that comes and goes with the barometric pressure, um, the healing protocols in unicornwellnessstudio.com also just massively healing. Um, and there's a whole hand and wrist series in there. Uh, members will also work with neck stretches and neck strengtheners, cat, cow, 
puppy and mountain pose and our modified warrior series in this cycle. You'll see variations to keep us moving at slow and steady paces in flow. There's no sudden movements in this cycle, nothing silly or trendy, just straightforward exercise science, okay? Energetically, we always tend all seven traditional energy centers. Um, this cycle, there's a focus on the heart and throat extra, okay? Plus, Unicorn Wellness Studio members also have an offering in their library in the astrology section titled Zodiac Basics, Gemini or even more Gemini exploration, okay? It's like a mid dive and it's got some fill-in points. This is your deep dive, but there's more. And you see what I did there? There was more exploring. So if you're curious about the Gemini exploration and the basics, it's new in your membership this May, okay? Um, you will find our Gemini season tarot forecast, plus a little ditty about the lover's tarot card, which is Gemini's card in the tarot deck. Um, you will find these offerings in their very own episode, episode tomorrow, if you're listening in real time, or if you're listening asynchronously directly after this in episode 33. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just that one 